Good morning. This is Gaming Perspectives with Saul and Jolene. And today we're talking about hit points in games. Hit points, yes. So at D&D is basically where we get the idea of hit points, right? I think hit so. Points, so hit points signify when you die to me. When um, you die. So the pros of this <laughs> is that you usually don't know when people are going to die. I always like to play it as if when I get down to five hit points or so, I will sit down on the ground. I will try to run away. I might fall down if I'm down to one. This way, <laughs> the people around me know, my fellow players know, not only players, but the actual characters in the game know that I am in trouble without me having to do like the teenagers in my life scream, I'm down to two hit points, I'm going to die. Well, that's pretty cool because, you know, I, one person I know that really hates the meta of games like that is Felipe, my old D&D and my br older brother. He would hate it when people, or doesn't like it, I don't say hate, but he doesn't like people referring to stats while they're playing. You know, they're, oh, I'm down to 14 hit points. And then, you know, when people go, how many, how, how badly damaged are you? And then character B goes, oh, I only got 10 hit points out of 50 or whatever. And he gets kind of bent out of shape about that, or at least he used to. He still does. Okay, so, and I understand that because what does that mean? You know, a character doesn't talk to another character about hit points, about how many magical slots they have. They'll say, oh, I have three, I can only throw three more spells. You know, that would make sense. Or I'm, I'm pretty damn hurt. You know, using a phrase to, to explain how many hit points they have. If we don't retreat, I'm going to die. <laughs> That's always good. So hit points, you're right. I think if you look at, Hit points, where they come from, D and D is where where it comes from. That there's no denying that. I don't <clears> think you can deny that. You know, and D and D comes from this game called Chainmail. In uh, fact, in fact, when I was looking up the history of hit points, oh, um, they the there was this article that Dave Arneson is that his name? That's him. He's the the co the co creator of uh, D and D, right? Right, original D and D. Dave Arneson. Dave he did this interview in 2004 in GameSpy, and he was talking about how D&D didn't even have hit points originally. One blow would kill a soldier because right. that was the way that they played the, I want to say army games, but that's not what they're called, war games. And so he said when they started to experiment with players controlling heroes in the game, right. that um, he fa they found that players didn't like it when their heroes died with one hit. Right. It wasn't the same as if part of the army died with one hit, right? Right, because they're the nameless masses. <laughs> exactly so so they were they had already made these rules for a couple of different kind of games one of them was a napoleonic a naval game it was called don't give up the ship where i actually heard of that game. where the ship took damage from multiple hits before it was before it went down. down yeah so that's basically where the idea of hit points came from was the fact that people didn't want to just take one hit and die yeah, who wants that? And how can you make a career or, you know, if you get invested in a, in a character and he just dies as soon as he gets hit? I mean, can you imagine? I think that's what they they found is that, you know, you take the time to create this character and one blow and he's gone. Then even, you have to create another character. And you even you know, give him a name because, because he's a hero in this war game or war game like. Fantasy game. Yes. War game. Yeah, and and you give him a name, and you know, and he basically is just another unit that is easily 
dispatched and it's just not it's not the same when you're invested same. in the character right um, so chainmail chainmail that that's i think that also still stems from chainmail so so they you know they played around with these ideas of of moving from a miniature game war game to a more of a role-playing game like mm-hmm. thing and the precursor of that is chainmail right because chainmail they it's a basically a war game but in it you have units that are comprised of heroes and you have wizards i think i think they literally came up with the magic one their basic hit points were different right if you to if you were a veteran you went down in one hit if you were a hero you took four hits and if you were a superhero you could take eight hits you know which you know gives them a little bit more longevity and maybe you would even like uh, name your superhero right and you know give them a name and stuff like that and so that's a real precursor to hit points and the problem is is that when you have a miniature game that deals with hits and a war game like that and then you can make it into a role playing game what are hit points right people get into real long discussions about what what they represent and because and when i was a kid when i grew up and i was playing original D, hit points were how many how much damage you can take physical damage you can take and everything pointed in that direction you know when somebody throws a healing spell at you they're throwing healing spell they're not throwing uh oh we're giving you more luck spell right right because the idea of hit points has changed because originally it was oh how much damage you could take and but- the, and talking about healing spells um <laughs> D and well even games like shadow run where the hit points are they're called something else you there's, have these little boxes that you check there's physical and stun physical and stun so as i i played a a mage or uh yeah in in shadow run and the one thing that i thought was really a lot more realistic than D was that you can if you're talking about realistically th- throwing fireballs um <laughs> is that you choose how powerful you want your spells to be yeah and there's blowback from them you get hurt we by can. the the harder the the stronger stronger spell. you want the spell to be the more chances you have of taking stun damage right or even physical damage right so you don't have you, any stun you have to stats. you have to base your thing upon upon well how bad do i want this monster to die do i want it to knock me down on the ground then the decision of how much power to invest in the spell which is a little bit different than D, where you know at one hit point you can still swing your great axe and take that that monster's head off before you fall to the ground dead before if something doesn't if something hits you right right and there's no there's no uh what is it there's no Let's say you start with 100 hit points and you're down to one. There's no difference between hit point number when you have 100 hit points and when you have one. But when you get to zero, you're dead. Right. Except now you get three rolls to try not to be dead. Depending on what system, right? A, D, and D, you went into negatives. So the most interesting thing about even Shadowrun and D, and and there's other games, of course, the fact that there's these magical healings, right? Right. Instead of instead of just having to go to the hospital or having breaking your leg and having a cast for six <laughs> weeks and physical therapy, oh, magically. you get a, a potion to drink and then you're fine. Well, or the, or a, a cleric comes and lays his he- holy healing hand on you and, and heals you, right? Yes. And then you're up and, up and about, no problem. There's no resting time and you don't have to take a, you don't have to be home for six weeks to be able to go back out and campaign. So you're right, hit points, the idea of hit points has evolved, right? Because to me, hit points were always how much damage you could take. AD&D comes around, 
and Gary Gygax. By this time, people are starting to look at role-playing games and therefore hit points with a little bit more sophistication. That's what I think it is. And they're like, well, how how exactly or what exactly does HP mean? What do hit points mean? Leave it to gamers to question everything. So, you know, at the beginning you have 10 hit points, let's say, 8 hit points as a character. Now you can now as you have our 10th level, you have 80 hit points, yeah. right? And and what does hit points mean? Does that mean that that literally you become tougher to kill? Right. Well, and that's in game. Yes, exactly what happens. Right. Does that mean, you know, you have as many hit points as, you know, and this was a comparison that Gary Gygax made. Does that mean you have as many hit points as four war horses? This big, large creature that, you know, it's tougher to kill simply because it's a bigger monster or an elephant. Right. And that doesn't make sense. Right. The whole idea that all it represents is physical amount of physical damage you can take before you expire. So die. it has to represent other things, right? Right. And so that's what Gary was saying, you know, in people criticize, I got to I got to buy the player's handbook again because I mean I sold it a long time ago, I think. I don't have the original player's handbook. I thought you do you have the little white box somewhere. Yeah, but I don't have AD&D the oh, player's handbook. Okay. And so and so they talk about Gary Gygax's verboseness and the Gygax, high Gygaxian language that he spoke, which I don't remember it being that difficult, but they go on and on about it. But anyway, so in it, he talks about hit points and he talks about uh, first level and the 10th level. And what he, he incorporates this idea that hit points is not just physical damage because he's the physical damage is the same, you know, maybe a little bit tougher than when you're first to 10th level. But he says that a 10th level person has uh, it represents luck it represents uh also represents skill right sk- skill right uh, the uh, the prowess of a fighter or somebody who's very skilled in avoiding hits that would normally kill somebody of lower expertise so he's saying like let's say in the combat you know uh, you take you take three points of damage and this and that and and all this and it amounts to more hit points than what a first player would get is because those hits represent represent blows that would normally have taken down a, a lower level fighter or character and instead they just you know damage them a little bit and bruise them and Make them, you know, and so, but basically, what he's saying is that you're you're whittling down the luck and uh, the expertise of the higher level character to the point where you know you finally are able to dispatch them. That that's how he looked at it, and I think it's fine to look at it that way. And then, you know, and what's funny is that later on, you get these people who complain that D and D is uh, hit points are not an abstraction. That's another word that comes up is a. Is that it's an abstract thing. It, it doesn't talk about. It's not solely based on how much damage you can physically take. It's it's just an abstraction way of making things of uh, people last longer and harder to kill because they have more expertise. Now I I, I should have written down the person's uh, website, but it might be Myth Enders is this website. But anyway, but they they argue that it that the the, the hit points has never been an abstraction. It represents the, the amount of punishment that that a physical person can uh, physically a character could take and they point to the idea of 
there's several reasons, and I agree. You know, there's several reasons why it would point to that. There's just like healing potions, right? They're not called, you know, adding luck or re- revitalizing your your mojo potions. They're called health potions, right? Uh, healing spells is another thing. They're not called get your mojo back spells. They're called healing spells, and I think that just has to do with making it easy. It's just it's easier to say healing spell instead of coming up with something really weird and strange word or group of words to mean that you're getting back your your ability to avoid getting killed another one was that time right in the old days i, I hate to say this but i actually like the ADD model where you would gain one hit point per day of rest so if you were if you were really uh what is it injured and had a lot of hit points missing it would take you days or weeks to get back and get all your hit points back. So he says that obviously represents the fact that it's physical damage and only physical damage. DD fifth edition did they did away with all that with the, with the what is a long rest? You get all your hit points back. Yeah, I think that has to do with um, the newer players. The munchers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to, well, because then you'd be sitting in camp for six weeks, right? Waiting for people to heal up so you could go out again. The monsters might get away by then. Or you would, you know, you would have to have a cleric or a lot of healing spells. It could be our, our culture of, of you need to do everything you need to do and have everything now. Yes, that's true. But, you know, I was actually surprised at that. I mean, I was like, wow, really? But there is an option. There's a variant option, right? There's one that says a long, a short rest is eight hours. A long rest is a week. Or something like that. Now, this is for those grognards because, you know, <laughs> some people just don't like to get rid of those AD&D ideas, which is true about anything and not just D&D. There's well, also, but, but, but it's not only D&D that has hit points or, right. or hit that, point like things. Exactly. And so you mentioned Shadowrun. Now, Shadowrun breaks up the hit points, for lack of a better term into stun and body physical, and physical right and, and the interesting is is that it, it, there's not a lot of hit points right no right yeah you know, i think you know the toughest characters probably have like 15 right but then they break it up you know you have 15 stun and 15 body no you, you, that's not how it works. that's not how it works no i had like six six stun and nine body Oh really? Like that, yeah. I forget why how the breakdown happened. I don't know how, it, but but when then when I looked at Augustine's sheet, he had a lot more than I did. Yeah, well, he's a big troll. I, think I understand. Was, I, I just it's and and that 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 is realistic, right? A small human versus a a, a, a big dwarf, armor troll, yeah. yeah, or a dwarf or a you know someone with a bunch of cybernetics in them. <laughs> right, and so I think I think and what's amazing about that is that they have they have these boxes aligned uh, in a row of th- three or four boxes. In a, in a, you know, there's three rolls. Yeah. And it, and when you fill up a roll, it causes you to have a minus one on everything. If you fill up two of them, it's minus two. And if you fill up the third one, then you're dead or knocked dead. out. And, or knocked out. And there's a lot of games that do this. A lot of games that. And Shadowrun is, is like D&D in that you somebody in your party should most likely take medicine and have a med kit with them or you should have med kits with you or you should pay that money that the boys pay so the ambulance will come and get you and take you to the hospital. Right. The dock wagon. I think yeah. Called. Because, because it's, it's more realistic because it's, you, you take, you can die faster than in D and D with a hundred hit points versus 15. Uh, right. You know, damage. Yeah. You need to stop, not get hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need and to. And armor is very important. Yeah. 
or getting behind someone with armor is very important in my Correct. case. <laughs> so I think I think it everybody every game since D and D has wrestled with this idea of hit points and how to deal with that or what it represents. And I think Shadowrun does a good job. It does it separates the physical and stun. It also gives you this idea that as you get more damaged, you perform worse. Right. Yeah. You get, you know, because a minus one is is a minus one to everything you do. The funny thing is, I was reading about Shadowrun uh -oh. about the hit points, and <laughs> they were saying a lot of times the player forgets to take those minus ones on their on their oh, stuff yeah. Yeah, yeah. because oh, I just forgot about it. So realistically, when you're playing a game like that where you do get a negative for when you lose start to lose hit points or health points or whatever you want to call it, you really should. It's like me when I get down to five. I, one of the reasons I do that is because of Felipe, because Felipe is like, well, what are these hit points that you're talking about? He always says. Yes, yes, if you mention it. I don't, but other people do. So I'm like going, no, uh, I'm sorry, but I'm just going to have to step back. And Augustine's like, you could you could shoot an arrow and then go backwards. Yes, so, you can you know, still. You, gotta, you, because... you should take that into consideration, right? When, you, when, you're, <laughs> when you're not feeling good, you're not going to want to be standing up there you took a blow from a from a troll or or not or uh or something right yeah and i think that's one of the major failings or problems with D, D is that is that right there is that that somebody a character can fight all the way to zero and there was there's no negative effects other rpgs like shadow run other ones treat oh well, yeah, yeah i guess if you if you get damaged uh, we have to represent that you're not going to be as good as you would as if as, you were 100%. At full strength, yeah. right? And other games like Traveler did this in a certain way because your hit points were your were your uh, attributes. So when you when they did damage to you, you would choose what what attributes you would take that off of, right? As a, so when you went down to, I think it only has like a few attributes. So so when you went down to zero and something, then you would. One, you would get worse and worse every time something hits you, and two, you would uh, you would eventually pass out if one of them reached zero, you know, depending on which one you use. So you know, and that's an old game that you know, right, right. The Traveler did that in nineteen seventy seven. Well, I think the other thing is for hit points that is that is makes the game exciting, especially D and D, is that. You're not just, you get hit, you lose hit points, right? There's there's mechanics to the game, right? You're rolling to hit something. So you're rolling to hit something. So you have to hit a certain number to actually make your attack, right? Right. So, and then, so there's the excitement of, did I make the attack? Did I not make the attack? Correct. Did the did the bad guy attack, hit me with, is my AC better than his roll, right? And then, right. and then there's the rolling the damage to see, so you know that he hit you, but how bad did he damage you? Right. Yes, and you know, and it's funny because like people, you know, make fun of sometimes of D and D how they like a two handed sword, right? If you get hit by a two handed sword, you know, supposedly should do a lot of damage, but let's say you roll really lousy, and then you 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 do you do like maybe four points of damage, and somebody with a a dagger know, a dagger does you know four ten points of damage, right? Because they get a bunch Extra of pluses, bonuses, right? So there's all kinds of stuff that happens in in that world, also. But that's the way that that real life is, right? That that oh. what, I mean, what? you know, there's a glancing blow versus yeah, a, a, you know, different kinds of things like that. Yeah, and so I think you know, like I said, people, people, people making games have had problems or had to deal with this, this, uh, 
situation about hit points and how how hit points or something like it are going to work in different games. I remember, what was it, the uh, Cortex Classic now. It was used in, uh, not Firefly, but the Serenity game in, in uh, Supernatural. And they had stun boxes and physical boxes. There was a, a difference into what kind of damage people would take. And I think that's an interesting take on hit points is that they separate the, the psychological or from the physical and you could be damaged different ways. Uh, what is it? How does Call Cthulhu do damage? They just have uh, hit points, right? They have hit points, but they also have uh, how much? Your sanity. Your sanity. Oh, yeah, that's sanity is more important sometimes than hit points. <laughs> I got to tell you. And you don't have a lot of hit points. <laughs> no, you don't have a lot of hit points, and, and you lose your sanity rather quickly if you're playing with Saul, who's telling you everything he sees. Not everything. Not everything. <laughs> Other games. I just picked a couple of them. Okay. To, there's this this one called, and I might throw you off because you may not remember this one called the Riddle of Steel. <laughs> it's um it's out of print. It was by TROS. It's still available in PDF through some venues, some venue or other. It says by drive through RPG. Yeah, they have three separate rated components for injuries in this one, and it is shock. Okay. A short-term penalty to actions from the initial shock of the injury. Uh-huh. And then there's pain, a persistent penalty to actions from the ongoing pain of the injury. I believe pain didn't accumulate, but at the current pain penalty was always the highest penalty yet incurred. Um, and blood loss, <laughs> a cumulative obstacle against which the player would roll the equivalent of constitution. So that's kind of a little bit more realistic. In- and complicated right and that's yeah. and and i think that's what gary and dave arneson and people who still use hit points in their games that they're coming out with it just makes things really easy you know it just you don't have to deal with with all this uh you know because i remember there was this game called stalking the night fantastic which i absolutely loved if you have it it's on pdf you could read it it's a fun read you know the rules are kind of weird but but it had it had the same thing it had this you know it had like levels of reality right of play i think it was and you could just have hit points but it also had like well we have these special damage things right and it had system shock right it had blood loss just like you just said and 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 it had had these like tables about you know depending on what firearm you got shot by it would cause you know hydrostatic shock (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so it could really it could really got nitty gritty. I'm like, man, this is kind of weird, you know, because this is back in the early '80s, I guess, is when I when I when I first or late '80s. I don't remember. Could have been late '80s, but anyway, it was in the '80s when I got it, and uh, I was reading this. And I was and I was just used to playing D and D, and I was just like dumbfounded with all these like things. And I thought it was pretty cool. Now, now, I never really got to play with all those rules because it just would really you know, bog down play, you know, trying to figure out your hydrostatic shock. And, and, it, and it also depends on where you got shot, right? That that reminds me of um, of <laughs> what's the one that that you like the the star, the space opera, where space opera. if you get hit, there's a chart or if you hit something, there's a chart that you have to roll to where you hit, where you hit it. And then you also have to roll to what damage you did to it. Right. But and but they just have hit points. Tower. But they just have hit points. I yes, mean, but it's a lot more complicated when you have to yeah. figure all these things out. Yes, yeah, true. You know what's funny is that uh, you're right. I think 
I think what happened would be because it didn't like really matter where you got hit except for armor because different if you got hit on the arm or the leg you might have different armor yeah. than in the chest let's yeah. say if you're wearing a vest or something yeah also another thing was depending on where you got hit it would do less damage like if you got hit in the in the body your body could take more damage so the I don't forget what it was, but it but it had different like if you got hit in the in the in the arm, it it would give you probably less damage than if you got hit in the chest or, but you know I remember or the head or the head <laughs> or the groin for some reason that would be really bad, you know at least in almost every game. So you're right. So every every game tries to deal with hit points in the in very various ways. Sometimes to make it more realistic, like what was that game you called? I don't even remember the name. The one that you just oh, quoted. it was called the Riddle of Steel. The Riddle of Steel. <laughs> now he's gonna have to go find this game, people. Sorry. Yeah, well, I remember uh, there's this game called Living Steel, and I heard that the, that it was a really complicated system, but I don't want to go into complicated systems. Another one that was really uh, complicated was Aftermath, right? Because the, they had every body part had its own hit points. Now there's some there's some games that still do that, right? And they do it a little bit easier. It just you know, your each arm has, you know, two hit points. No, well, I, I depend on. Yeah, I forget how. It, I don't, and I forget what game this is. But there has a little map of the body, right? And it would have like, you know, you have, you know, ten hit points in every arm, and you know, probably fifteen in every leg, and then your torso would have twenty. Your head would have five. And but it, it, that's very complicated. And if you get, if if you maxed out that that section of the of the of the you body. Lose it. Well, you could lose it or it would become unusable, right? Okay. The only problem I have with that is if your head only had five points. <laughs> well, you'd be dead. If you lost your head, yes. I think you would die. Yeah, that's what, they're, that's what they're saying. Yeah, that's exactly it. I forget what the name of that game was. I just don't remember. It's okay. You'll, you'll come up with it and tell us later. But you're right. But And Stalking the Night Fantastic kind of had a similar thing where you had different parts of the body and different amount of hit points. So it's a real interesting part of a role-playing game is dealing with hit points and how are you going to deal with death or what what hit points are. And I like, you know, I still like Gary's explanation that that a first level and a 10th level character, you basically physically have almost the same amount of punishment they could take. But it's but it has to do with your what you've learned in that time. Right. From and so first and so level. yeah, like you said. And what better armor you've gotten in that well, time. The, 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 that for going armor, it doesn't matter. And let's not get into the armor debate, <laughs> what it means. <laughs> but uh, how how uh, armor makes you harder hit, and it doesn't make too much sense. But anyway, hit points. If you if you reason it out, that it re- represents the higher level you are, you the harder you are to hit. Even though it would have hit, it doesn't hit because you trained you dodged better. it. You, yeah, you dodged it, but not quite dodged it. Right, you just kind of little nick here. It was a glancing, a gla- blow. really <laughs> glancing blow, and so. You know, you know, you're basically willing down your opponent's luck and the speed that they're moving, and they're getting tired, and they start bleeding, right? They're, they're right. getting they're getting bruised and battered. So I could I could understand that, and I and it's abstraction, and I believe that that I believe Gary Gygax. You know, even though it might seem like a cop out, like well, maybe just said that or explained it to explain away why a tenth level character has a lot more hit points than a eighth level character first level character and and what does that difference make and what and what a difference and why there's that difference and so i think it's pretty cool i think it's just like i said it's just easier i think people 
uh, who make a game and try to be realistic about hit points. I forget what game I was what looking about, at. What about, um, like, Fate? I was reading about the Dresden Files. Right. Uh, Fate 3.0, I guess it is. Oh, Fate, everything is abstraction. You know? Right, but they have, for, for, for the hit point thing, they have three different tracks, physical, mental, and social. Right. right? So you can take stress for yes. only a certain amount of time, which, right. you know. Is kind of realistic, right? It's true. It's a little bit more realistic than, than straight up hit points, but it's still hit points, right? You, you, the stress is that as you get more stress, you get problems with your with your roles and right and things like that. But um, once you get to a certain place, you're gonna die or be knocked be, out, be unfunctional. Well, I think in in uh, fate, what they do is they if you lose all your stress boxes in or boxes in stress or physical or whatever then you're out of the scene okay right yeah. you're gone you cannot you know either you're getting knocked out or whatever uh tales from the loop doesn't have hit points it has boxes just like stress boxes as i think it has four of them you know yeah it's like physical stress emotional <clears> and <throat> stuff and so what is what what it but it, it's actually what it what that game does too if you fill a box then that means you get a negative for every box that you fill. So just like kind of like a shadow run. Shadow run where you but it's only one box. I mean right. just Well, it's like um when we played the the alien game. Yes, it's based on the same system. Which was which you I only had like two hit points in that game. <laughs> yes, yes. And it had so so hit points obviously you were squishy and you died quickly, but it had more to do with stress on how much stress you could take. And how much stress you were willing to take to make those rolls right. with the stress dice, right? To see, yes. and then what happens if you get over six or whatever, and then there's a special thing that happens. You fall to the ground and you can't do anything until someone comes and saves you, or, or you're right. just babbling. <laughs> yes, yes, and that and that is tales from the loop system also, but obviously it's been catered and changed to fit the the genre of the alien universe. And I and I think that's pretty neat. Again, like I said, all these different companies and these different uh, creators of role playing games, they have to deal with hit points. They have to deal with the whether you like hit points as an abstraction or simply as the amount of physical damage a person can take. You got to deal with it because how are you going to represent the punishment or or how are you going to represent damage that it'll take for you to to become uh, unconscious or meet the character's demise. You know, even Star Wars, right? Because Star Wars, uh, when it came out, the D20, it had to deal with hit points, and it didn't like hit points, right? So they, they separated into vitality and hit points, and your hit points would never go up. I think once you re- once you roll hit points, your initial hit Is points. Is the D6 system? No, D20. Oh, okay. Uh, your hit points would never go up, but your vitality would go up because vitality represented your ability to dodge blows, to do this and that. I think it's interesting. I think I, it's... I got, I got to tell you this one system, though, that I was reading, because the Star Wars D6 system, they have just things that... Oh, D6, that's the, the WEG, right? The, uh, not Wizards of the Coast, I forget what those is. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember, I don't know, but they had... Um, the categories are stunned, a minor penalty for current and the next round, Wounded, fall prone, and no action for current round. Penalty until healed. Incapacitated, uh, fall prone, knocked out, can't use skills 
and half rate move <laughs> mortally wounded fall prone unconscious may die at the end of any round and dead enough said wow so okay. i've never played that that rule set i've i've heard it's i've heard back in the day and even today that it was really fun and really you know really gave you that star wars feel because you're throwing buckets of six side dice and it was really fun but once it got once you, your character achieves a certain level, it got really kind of crazy mm. because your I think your damage was based on what level you were. You're looking at me like I have a clue. No, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> and I've never played that system. So uh, I think you could actually buy it. They, they republished it a couple of years ago, a new 30th anniversary edition. It had gone out of publication for quite a few years. Well, I think WEG went out of business, the publisher. Yeah, WEG D6. D- Again, you're looking at me Star like I, I have a clue. <laughs> I understand the, the mental hurdles that people have to, you know, do to understand hit points. And, like, it doesn't make sense. You know, I understand that those people who are fighting that. That battle in their head. That battle in their head. But then again, those are the same people who, I mean, it doesn't make sense when people die, right? <laughs> I mean, in real life, it, oh, it's, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> hello. Okay. And I think, you know, everybody, everybody's seen those videos where, where people get extremely lucky, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they have, you know, go to YouTube, you know, escape death, whatever it's called. Uh, and I saw this one guy, he was on a freeway, he's riding a motorcycle, and a car runs him over, mm-hmm. runs into him. And, a, and, a, and he literally flips over the car and lands on the hood standing. And he and then he gets off and he starts yelling at the person, right? But <laughs> but I, and I can understand why he might be a little perturbed, but he literally flip, does like a, like, a, like literally a flip in the air as this car just smashes into him and he lands on the roof standing. And he's totally unhurt, and his bicycle's shredded. And so, no, so then he didn't lose any hit points. No, but he might have got some stress points. He probably did. He takes a lot of stress points, right? And you see that all the time. You see, like I saw this one guy; he was being chased by the cops, right? And he's driving a, uh, he's he's in a, a Corvette, right? And he's flying. He's flying. I don't know how fast he's going. But he loses control of the Corvette, goes into the, into, he's probably somewhere in Arizona because it was flat and all he saw was desert. And he crashes his car, right? And the car is just shattering because it's a Corvette. Yeah, it's not made yeah. to be, take damage, right? Parts of the Corvette are flying and you see him, you know, he's, you know, he's in the sitting position, you know, and, he, and, and you know, of course they slow down the camera and he must have been going like 70 miles an hour, probably faster. And the car is just shredding because that, the dirt and the sand is just tearing the car apart. And then you see, then they, they slow it down. And then there's, all you see is a big dust cloud, right? Because it's just freaking dust and dirt and sand. And they, they, they show him tumble, like, you know, in, in, in the seat because he's belted into the seat. And it tumbles and, it, you know, he's kind of rolling. And then, and then at the very end, it bet the, the, the chair falls off of him, right? Literally, like, like he, peeled like he's taking off his coat that's what it looks like it just comes off of him and he ends up like on his hands and knees at the very end and he's totally unhurt it's and his that corvette was shredded so he rolled a 20 i don't know what he rolled but the but what you know what i'm saying is that there's weird things that happen in real life right 
that you can you know you know maybe weird stuff happens more often in the in, in a role playing yes. game right especially yeah. since it is a fantasy game <laughs> or science fiction yeah. game so hit points uh you know love them or leave them uh, love them or hate them uh, but I you really do need them in the game so you don't get killed <laughs> and you know i think i think that there's different variations that i like and represent a little bit more what is it the uh, realistic and you know shadowrun does it uh, I think uh, Tales of the Loop is super simple. There's not, even, there's not even hit points. It's just conditions. And as soon as you have like three conditions, you're out of the scene, right? You know. And then you, you know, how do you get those back? Well, like if you, if you get physically damaged, you have to go and get soup from your mom and stuff like that. Or and if you get stressed out, you got to go to the person that you find is caring about you or whatever, and they reassure you, give you a hug. Now Tales from the Loop, you play little kids solving mysteries so you know there's no character death so you're just out of the scenes but i think it's neat i think it's neat i think people have become very imaginative about what hit points represent or how a character can be taken out of a scene or be hurt or eventually killed so i think it's pretty neat i think it's a pretty interesting subject hit points love them love them hate them he you know they're here to stay i think what's another interesting thing about hit points is that they've actually, you know, D and D has affected the the computer world, uh, computer gaming world, yeah. right? Because every game has hit points. Yeah. You know, it's and it's amazing. So. There you go. There you go. This is Gaming Perspectives with Saul Angeline. You have a good day. Mm-hmm.